Hey folks, as you may have guessed, it's the next part of a daring meeting. We last left off Archmay and Ilya having come to some slight negotiations. Archmay promising to sneak Ilya upon the ship, and Ilya herself becoming a pirate to sneak herself on board. Sounds like a disaster in the making. Information on the two authors are down below, as well as the other parts of the series. Without further ado, let's continue with Archmay and Ilya's daring meeting. Archmay could hear the seagulls scream and cry for food in the morning sun. The salt of the sea had laid thickly over his lips and skin. He slowly sat up from the area he had laid near the cove, and he turned his back to see the tent that Baron had stayed in, wide open. Archmay slowly staggered to his feet and shook the sand out of his hair. He glanced over to the dreadnought, watching the crew load the cargo up for the next day's travel. He sighed softly. Aaron's going to be so irritated with me. And off Archie went to meet the crew. Ahoy there! Let's hope you got more action than I! Said a scraggly pirate to Archmay. That law waved his hand in grumpy dismissal. Well, you'll find action near the bow of the ship, watching over the other stow cargo. Seemed that you like to show up late. Varian's heavy, raspy voice spoke. Archmay looked up and sighed. Uh, seriously? Varian took a few more steps forward, wrapping his arm around Archmay and producing a raspy laugh. Ha ha ha! Hey there, little shadow. You know it's for the best. You can already be facing the captain. He already cut the hand off of one of them deck scrubbers. Said his cabin wasn't very well washed. Archmay sighed softly. Fine, fine. I'll head that way. Varian smiled. That's me, lad. Archmay walked sluggishly to the back, watching the men work semi-efficiently. Due to the lack of sleep, the crew had the night prior. The outlaw was already starting to wake and come to. He cleared his throat, barking orders and helping where he could, lifting supplies and ammunition. He glanced over, watching a smaller sailor struggle with a heavy box of supplies. He stomped his feet over to the lad and spoke. Hi there! He reached, taking the other end of the box. They began walking to their destination. What the hell is a small lad like yourself carrying a box like this? Archmaid tried turning his head to the side to see the man's face, but couldn't get a good glimpse. The voice chirped lightly, but in a questionable man's voice. Just... Just getting the job done! Arrgh! Archmay was slightly caught off guard by the ordeal, but he had known and heard word. Placing the box upon the ground, he finally got a glimpse of the man he had helped. Black lines ran the brim of his head where his hair met. He narrowed his eyes, noticing the man's hair was unevenly cut. The posture was off. 
Archmaid gave a half-assed salute, and the sailor prompted with one in return. There was something odd about this one, and he couldn't quite put his finger on it. Something the matter, sir? The sailor said in a deep, hollow voice. No, nothing. Archmay paused for a long moment. So, tell me, sailor, where do you come from? Archmay rose a brow, waiting for the sailor's answer. Oh, um, I am native here to Silver Moon. Can't stand the city life, you know. Nothing but the open sea for me. Arr! Archway opened his mouth to say something, and the sailor cut him off and spoke quickly. Uh, gotta go! The sailor ran off with a very feminine posture. Archway closed his eyes and took in a deep inhale. As the sailor ran off, it was like a bag of bricks had been laid on top of him. He shook his head and laughed softly under his breath. Oh... Now that is clever. He crossed his arms and smiled watching Illy gather items unloaded upon the ship. Archmay lowered his head and walked down a bit watching the others continue to work. Archmay thought if she wanted to stow away, that was the best way of doing so. He cared for her still, even though she was very rude to him. It was quite easy to notice when she thought of it. Her costume was impeccable. Her accent, language, it was perfect. Her posture again was slightly innocent and feminine, but Archie had seen worse. But what exactly gave it away? It was rather simple, after all. She didn't smell of liquor. How many boxes did fucking pirates need anyway? That's what Ilya came to the conclusion of after seven or so hours of moving boxes that covered over there. She didn't really understand why everything was so fast-paced when most of them were drunk half the day. But maybe it was a curious sort of life she'd never know. It seemed freer than what she was used to, though. The girl could see why many would choose this sort of life. Though how it was a fucking wonder why this fuckhead Archmay already seemed to suspect something. Asking her her name, where she came from, other seemingly innocent details that the mage wasn't sure that they would be the one to ask her. He seemed to suspect something, and she was unsure if he'd actually kick her off the ship right then. But then again, nothing happened. Ilya quietly learned of the captain's name, his first mate Varian, who was really a freaking massive elf. Varian seemed to garner the most respect besides the captain, when she found herself having quiet moments in between from moving the boxes. Archmaid's manner was brought up quite a bit as well, so we did seem to have a bit of leeway. But what exactly did that mean to herself? It was quite a sizable crew, as the mage had learned, but it wouldn't really mean much of anything if she was picked off so easily. As much as she hated to admit it, Archmaid definitely seemed to have suspected something, as he quietly kept bugging. 
In fact, somehow he even rallied most of the men to give her most of the packing chores. The boxes seemed to multiply as each tired pirate went to the brothel. Was it because she put a knife to his throat? Well, that could be it. Or was it him just making sure she was safe? Archimede didn't seem to understand her need, but if it was a bit of bullying, she could get through that. Make sure you get it done before sundown tonight, or I'll make sure the captain knows that one of his new hires is a lazy oaf. Archimede chuckled, watching the young woman disguised as a pirate suffer. Ilya gave the man a sarcastic, lazy wave, but kept at it. Over time, her hands started to burn, slipping upon the hard wooden boxes, as well as the limp in her knee seemed to grow more pronounced. There wasn't much she could do, but thankfully some hidden slowfall spells put some of the harder boxes were able to keep the young woman going. Archmaid was probably enjoying this. Make sure you keep going. Are you slowing down? Archie would yell, and Ilya couldn't help but groan. She kept up with his fevered demands until but the last box laid flat. The sun was starting to dip down, and the men had gathered to shout at this lunk that was getting the wrath of the officer's ear. No, sir! Arr! Ilya curtailed and hobbled her way to the last box. Her whole body burned as the sweat started to pool from the top of her head into her eyes. The knee which she hurt badly from before felt like someone dragged hot metal spikes into it, as well as her hands. But she knew she could do this. Ilya already knew she'd been through worse. The box was handled delicately as Ilya hobbled upon her legs. Her mana was low from casting Slowfall all day, as she was at the end of her rope. Even though it was near the end of her time, Ilya just had to make it slow and steady, and she'd end up at least putting the last box away. Despite all the hooping and hollering from those watching on the side, Ilya persisted. It was just as she was gathering near the wooden bridge that tragedy reared its head. The major wasn't sure how far she was pushing her physical body until her knees instantly went out from underneath her. Her feet hitched upon the side, and she stumbled forward, crashing her chin along the wooden plank onto the ship. The box which she was holding onto thankfully did not land upon the water, but did spill out towards the top of the ship. Let this on all sorts of illicit goods falling over the wood. The mage tasted the warmth of blood from her busted lips from the stunt, and instantly shame filled her. She struggled to go to her knees, but found herself unable to stand as the millions of hot needles flowed into her limbs. It was over. She could see it now. Archimay would win and force her into the captain's quarters where she'd have both of her hands chopped off. The woman kept her head bowed as she considered the alternative waiting for the yelling to start. A haphazard plan formed in her mind. If Archimay came forward to yell at her and try to expose her, she could quickly kick him in the junk. Or at least punch him in the junk. 
and roll into the water, and maybe she wouldn't drown. Her thoughts were cut off as the men upon the side started to holler and laugh at what happened to her, causing the attention of Varian nearby. Fuck. Elia closed her eyes, hoping for whatever to happen to be done quickly. It was quite pleasurable watching the mage work so hard after all the rudeness she put Archmay through. It really didn't matter how rude she was, honestly. Archmay still, for some godforsaken reason, liked the woman. He crossed his arms over his chest and watched back and forth, every once in a while yelling at some lazy pirates to continue working. But nonetheless, he kept his attention on her. Archmay glanced over to the bow of the ship for only a moment before he heard a loud crash and the pirates started to bolster and laugh. Baron's head poked out from over the side and glanced down to Archmay with a stare that asked, What the fuck was going on? Archmay shook his head to Baron and waved his hand dismissively. I'll take care of it. Varric gave a sharp nod and pulled away. Archmay glanced down to Ilya and shook his head with a sigh. Archmay began to close the gap between them, sliding down the small hill and reaching over to the base of the water, reaching over to her. He reached down, taking Ilya by the arm, lifting her, and dragging her away from the boat to a more secluded area near the start of the forest. He glanced back and pushed Ilya against a tree and spoke in a very stern voice, leaning in so only she could hear. What the fuck are you trying to do? Get yourself killed? Archmay huffed angrily and continued to survey the area in hopes they wouldn't get caught. Ilya jerked her arm away from the man and spoke her peace. You fucking asshole! You knew those boxes were heavy! You knew I couldn't carry in them all fucking day- What the fuck were you expecting to happen? You were teasing me! You knew I'd fail. Archmay growled. It takes humility and a bit of fucking sweat to fit in around here. He shook his head. If you just waltz into the fucking hall of the ship, like you were, they'd have you for dinner. Then what? Burn the ship in the middle of the ocean and drown? More than half the crew already believes you're one of them. Don't fuck this up. He reached behind him, pulling out a bottle of whiskey. Elia's facial expression looked at a bottle with some kind of disgust. Jimmy rolled his eye. Give me a break. You don't drink? Fine. Gargle the liquid. Pat some around your neck. You talk, walk, and work like a sailor. Now you have to smell like one. I already have the musk. Just work on the booze. Archmay glanced over to the ship, just in time to notice Varian poking his head out to watch Archmay. Archmay shouted straight into Ilya's You motherfucker! You're lucky I don't rip your fucking head off! 
He quickly pulled out a sword and stuck the blade to Ilya's neck. At the same time, he popped the top of the bottle that was hidden away from the sight of Varian, pouring the liquid straight on Ilya's pants. That's right! You better be so scared you fucking pissed yourself! If you drop another fucking crate, it's your fucking head! Do you hear me?! He glanced over to Varian. The large warrior pursed his lips and gave a sharp nod. Outlaw glanced back to Illy, lowering his head in his voice. Look. When you're done smelling yourself up, go back to the ship, clean up the mess, stow the last crate you dropped, and go into the woods and rest. I'll check up on you in a few hours and bring you some food and tea. Archmay rolled his shoulder, sheathing the blade back. Try not to get caught, please. We leave tomorrow midday. I'll see you tonight. Archmay suddenly pushed himself off the tree and screamed again. Now get back to work, you fucking idiot! The pirates started to laugh. It was common for most pirates to be yelled at, or even beaten. Elliot had gotten lucky. Screaming and the yelling were kind of funny. The way Archmay's eyes bugged out a little bit, even with the spittle flying from his lips, made Elliot really want to mock him. She actually really wanted to mock the entire situation, waving her arms around as he tried his best to tie her down. That's at least what she wanted to do, but it was still hard to move around. Her arms were so sore, it was surprising that Archmay could even move them, guiding her back to the tree. Wait, wait, before you go, just one thing so I can move again. Leah pleaded, and reached forward, grabbing Archmay's belt, taking it away with a smooth movement. I'm not trying to bed you. I just need this so I can get back to work. I promise. I just need to secure my limbs to make sure I can make it the rest of the way. Archmay gave her a look as she lifted her pant leg to the troublesome area. It was pretty puffy, just from her first assessment, as the woman quickly bound the leather over the inflamed area with a few quick strokes to bind it together. It wouldn't last, but the mage just needed a few extra moments to move, as it were. Leah leaned forward on the offending leg and winced, but it seemed stable enough. It took the offered whiskey bottle and took some within her mouth, spitting it out when the rest of the eyes weren't on her. It tasted just like the fire that her body was, but it did little to ease the pain she was feeling. Busted lip hummed with the fire of the spirit. Maybe there was more to drinking than she first realized. The mage rose upon her feet and slowly walked back to the bow of the ship. The pieces of the crate were all over the place, but with enough work, Ilya quickly picked up the pace and put what was on the ground back into the container. At least it was on the ship this time, and though it felt like a hundred cannonballs were within container, Ilya still made the slow, uneasy trip to the hall, placing the crate along with the others. It was more than a hard day's work, but at least she knew that her mind wouldn't bother her tonight when she slept. Where she slept.
Archimay knew all along what was going on with her, and yet he still didn't turn her in and was trying to help her from the dance until now. Ilya would have to do what she could to repay his kindness and take whatever lumps were thrown at her. Ilya limped out of the hall to show that she wasn't doing anything funny, heading up when the light of the golden rays crested right over the surface of the hill. She made it just in time. The high pirate life doesn't seem to agree with Ilya, and Archmay has definitely enjoyed taking it out on the mage, but you could see their bonds beginning to form. What else may come between the two? Tune in to find out. As always, please enjoy the song chosen at the end of this podcast. The details of such will be provided below. If you enjoy our work, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube or sign up for the podcast in any one of the links below. Want to submit a story? There's a link down there as well. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Like always, our time together is short, but with what little time we have, thank you for sharing it with us. Good night.